Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Mobile Suit Gundam 3 Encounters in Space. Uh, which is basically a continuation of the last two weeks and what we've been watching. Uh, but before that, we talked a little bit on how I refuse to continue watching SAO and got into a discussion about AI and smart home technology and water restrictions and how things are kind of going right now. You want to catch a part of that wider conversation, uh, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month will get you all that bonus content. Now onto the meat and potatoes, sir. <laughs> oh, where to start? Right. Where to start? I know exactly where to start. It uh, originally aired in March, 1982. Oh, <laughs> That's <laughs> a good place uh, to start. Right. Producers for it are Sotsu. Uh, studios for it are Sunrise. It's an original. Genres are action, adventure, drama, sci-fi, mecha, military, and space. And it ran for two hours and 20 minutes. So what I will say, out of the gate, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with some, some of the stuff I got beef with, some of the issues I might have. His dad's a freaking live. How? Well, you, find, you find that out not even How? 10. You find that out not even 10 minutes into the movie. And but that is the question that I have, right? So one of the first things I noticed within the first five minutes of the movie, I'll tell you this right now, wasn't that because we hadn't reached it yet, but rather (laughs) uh, they're having a discussion at the very beginning and there's this giant metal door just rolling up, then just over the glass that then just disappears. That was the blaster shield. I I guess, Uh, but I mean, I don't know why you would need to put it up after you're already in space. Why not just have it up the whole time? Why even have glass at that point? You know, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen it so often in Star Trek where they, they throw the blaster shield up or or they, they cover up the windows for the for the, the hologram, the TV they're looking at because it's, it's a TV regardless. They're like, oh, bring up sector four five two X three. Yeah, magnify but that's a video, right? So that way they can pull it up and zoom in on it. You can't do that with the glass. They're not doing anything like that with this. It's just there for them to look out and say, Oh, look, what pretty stars there are out tonight. If you're gonna go, that is your only issue with, with that kind of model. How is it that you've got basically a front window to a household? Like, like if you think Victorian style house where you have bay me, windows opening up to the living room, okay, that's what you got explain. as a cockpit. Hang on. Let me explain okay. it to you. All right. Cause you're bringing up households. I don't know about you, but I don't fly my house into a battle. All right. I don't just like sit there <laughs> full speed ahead. Blasters fire them missiles. 
fire. You but know, if fly you could, around. you would. Oh, if I could, I can tell you this right now. I wouldn't have windows. <laughs> you don't want the majesty of each explosion hit your hit your face because the windshield does nothing. Exactly. Of course, it might not be glass. It might be a clear polymer they're using, which could be more durable than glass. Probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, can't, they do have glass in this time sure. frame because right. we've seen we've seen glass actually break. So it could be a glass. I, I figured it maybe be. it was like it, uh, it could be you. You don't you never know. The point is within the first 30 seconds, I noticed that and I had to rewind to make sure I saw what I saw a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes. And then not even too far after that. You find out his dad's alive. Alive and crazy. Which I am going to say I'm a little disappointed in Why? the whole, whole dad finding out the dad's alive thing. He just randomly yeah. sees his dad, runs over to him, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, my dad must be suffering from this sad face. Uh huh. Oh well. Bye, Dad. Bye. Bye forever. Comes back later. Here's a fruit basket for you. I'll never mm-hmm. see you again. And that's it. Here's a fruit basket. Your fruit. Well, no. And then his dad gives him a piece of junk. Oh, He's like, "This will help meeting. you." Well, that's what well, we he, think. We think that it's a piece of junk. We never know. His son just runs out in a fit of of sadness and throws his a piece of junk. Yeah. See, I thought it was going to be like super high tech, like it's going to save the day at the end. Just, I don't know what else to do. Try this, plug it in and transforms into this ultra, ultra omega auto aiming, like cheat kind of thing. And he never happens. Well, yeah, he threw it away. And it's not like his dad just threw random parts together because you can see in the background of the junkyard that there are some mobile suits in the background. So, I mean... It could have been useful. We, we'll we'll never know. I mean, we'll never know. His dad obviously suffered some from lack of oxygen when he got thrown out into space. How he was found or saved is beyond me. So, it, that goes to my next question, though. How do you have oxygen loss? He's coughing. He's got lung issue. All right, fine. But like. Maybe the reason that he hasn't been tore up about the whole thing is because someone told him, hey, your dad survived. We sent him over here as a civilian. You can't see him yet. Well, he didn't even know his dad was there. He just happened to see him and he starts running across the street. Dad, dad, where are you? Dad, dad, dad. So, yeah, Tochan, definitely not something I'm doing. There's no way. I'm fit enough to chase a trolley and, and almost catch it with it <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that whole scene just felt really lackluster to me. They didn't explain how his dad survived. It, it wasn't a really meaningful reunion. It was just kind of there. His dad survived. He, and that was it. You never, you, the next time you see his dad, his dad ends up falling down some stairs because he's excited that his son's winning a battle and that's about it. Yeah. I thought the dad was going to die and it would, when he comes back, he'll be like, what have I done? No. Yeah. But they basically just say two words. 
And hey, we do have an age for Amaru now. We do have an age. And what is Amaru. the age? He says he says that he's 16 years old. How many years have passed since the first one? Uh, I'm going to say one. Well, I'm going by the timeline for the release of when the movie first came out and now. So one. Whatever. And we also know that <laughs> it hasn't been quite that long because the kids are still very much kids. They're still very much children. Yeah, but and, now they got blast protectors. And also uh, the whole war for them started off in 0079. And by the time the armistice was reached, it's 0080. So it's been a year to say the least. Oh, it's amazing. Gundam put in so much work. They're like, please don't kill us anymore. Well, that and they also had a uh, Archimedes death ray. True. I mean, when Point you're pulling, technical. I mean, like when you're pulling up technology, that is legitimately a couple. I, I want to say uh, a few hundred years old, at least and you can just completely obliterate ships and everything like that with it. Hell, I mean, like they must have done something right. You know, I agree with you. It's well built, but I still go with the whole idea of if it was so great. Why? Why did? Why was it left by itself? Essentially, it's why was it left to be discovered? No, it's still being used and still actually being utilized, just not in the way you're thinking of uh, military actually still is testing similar ideologies behind it. Uh, but the actual practice of using mirrors to int- focus intense heat on a specific area is actually being utilized uh, to this day for a solar power plant. What it does is these mirrors surround this tower and focuses, focus it on and it heats superheats salt water to an excess of like a thousand degrees, which then the steam from it goes through the uh, piping and turns a generator. It's a last I heard it was like almost 70% efficient, like self-sustainable, which is really good. 70, 70% of the time it's, it's doing that. Oh, and speaking of it uses AI to help keep track of where the sun is. So I knew we'd talk about that eventually. Indeed. But I mean, that was, I found, found really interesting, but everyone acted like it was this new found special weapon that just came spontaneously into existence that completely obliterated everything in its path when they, when they used it. I don't know. I was going to say, I'm thinking somebody is undervaluing what it can do. And so they're like, oh, it's too old. They can't do that. Our newer stuff is better. Well, to be and then, fair, to be I do fair, like being fair. I mean, the giant death beam <laughs> with 85 million gigawatts. Totally not a ripoff of another show we're talk- we talked about before. Actually, this came out before that show. Ooh, even worse. Even worse. So it's the original that got knocked off. Uh, well, I mean, in 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 that movie, they only said one point one point something. This was eighty five million. All right, that's basically throwing eighty five million lightning bolts straight out. One point twenty one gigawatts. Yeah, it is. Imagine what you could do for good rather than evil with that kind of machinery. Right. Um, 
it'd be magnificent. Honestly, that that would be insane. What's crazy is it's not 85 million gigawatts total. It's output was 85 million gigawatts per second. The amount of power literally is just mind boggling. It's massive. Beyond anything else, you just have to move it around, right? Right. So that takes a massive amount of uh, power to begin with. And you got to count, you have to take into account the gravitational, either real or manufactured. Yeah. So it would have to hover on the ground. And that's a lot of fuel. So it's not even economical. And uh, 100% green, not going anywhere. True. But uh, remember in the first, uh, first episode, I had talked about how Amaro, like it was, it's love at first sight for him all the time. You may have mentioned that, yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I got the feeling that he he may have fallen in love at first sight again. Again? Again. <laughs> Only no, to be not like, him. Uh, right? Not our main character. Why would that happen? Uh, I, I can't think of a single reason why that would. I can't think of a single reason why that would surprise you. That, well, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. The dude has issues. He didn't even know the girl. <laughs> and he's already, I, I can only assume, fantasizing his entire life with her in the oh, first yeah. 20 seconds he met her. Oh, yeah. Marriage, kids growing old together, holding their hand while the Republic does their thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess he's got his act together. He just sees someone and he go. He's like, yes, you. <laughs> yeah, we're soulmates. But what about Matilda? Matilda's old news. She died last time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she, she died last time. We can't keep bringing her back up. Is, don't don't worry about it. And then you're like, what do you mean last time? You'll find out Matilda number two. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, and lo and behold, I mean, to be fair, it was kind of similar in in why she died. Okay, I'll give you that. I'm not saying that that uh, his new love interest died for him, but it was similar, similar. But but you, what you are saying is it's an odd coinkydink that everyone's dying around him, what but I'm not saying, him. What I'm saying is. If he loves you, you're most assuredly dead. <laughs> it's a death sentence. Exactly. It's like in Gurren Lagann. If you were kissed, you were dead. Oh. I mean, that's how it was. I mean, his love is the death is the death kiss. You're gone. That's it. It was nice knowing you, Matilda, too. <laughs> or, or, you know, as I'm sure he likes to say while he's walking around the ship, Lala, because her name was Lala. Super original name. I know. I know. Uh, well, you know, they're, they are known for originality. One of the things I did like, I, I realize we're, we're just talking shit 90% of the time about this. The music was better than number two. I felt like the music was way overdone. It felt oh, yes. almost like a musical almost. It was like everything really? was going on. There was music for almost, there was almost no point in that movie where there was not music playing. And the music oh, yeah. never fit. 
Not once did the music fit. It fit better than an upbeat song when you're killing everybody. Well, that was, I would say that it was a pretty upbeat song while they were killing everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, the way I saw it last time, it was, it, it didn't. Yes, it was. It wasn't the saddest song ever, but it did get your blood pumping. Assuming you, you know. Okay. Yeah, sure. You enjoyed we'll, it. We'll, we'll run with that. We'll go with that. Wow. I'm, no, it, the music I feel was better. It was overdone, yes, but probably because there was a severe lack of music in the last one. And they're just trying to recompensate. Oh, that you had a problem with no music? All right, let let's 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 do a shit ton of music. Is it fixed now? No. Crap. No, no, it's still not fixed. It's actually worse. I I would say it is far worse. But uh, I do have a question. I have an answer. Okay. So they they talked about new types and everything like that. Is it me or did the new types become more and more Esper like? Um, I don't know, because it said many different times that the chick is a new type. She's not a psychic or she's not an Esper, I think is what they said. No, they they never said that she wasn't an Esper. They just kept referencing that she is a new type. And that the machines that they're using are for the new types and that the old types basically are going to be killed off and that the new types have no need for war, but they're being forced to be used for war. Bullshit. The new types, depending on what power you have, depending on what kind of, I think, I think Char is a new type. I think he's a fully realized, knows his power, new type. You know? Well, well, they did specify that. They said that he is a new type, but he also referenced that Amro is a new level of it. Like the amount of power that he has basically matched a Matilda two, you know, if not more, and just kept growing. I mean, like I guess you could say the more Amro's love interests die, the more of them that die, the stronger he becomes. He utilizes their power to grow. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you got a power. I like, come here, sweet cheeks. But, well, I mean, <laughs> think about it, right? Think about it. He started getting better when love interest one died and it like almost skyrocketed from there. And then you have Matilda two and she died and then he just skyrocketed from there. You know, there wasn't a lot of time that happened in between point A and point B. He just magically got better when a lot of interest started dropping left and right. You know, he, he does. He just doesn't have the time or, or the, 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 the focus, if you will, mm-hmm. to pay attention to, to whoever might, might or might not love him. He's just, he's got to do him. And kill love, to, <laughs> kill, kill love interest. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel you there. Oh, <sighs> Man, and Char even goes to Matilda number two. Don't uh, don't fall for him. And she goes, "I'm not." No, but she did. Lies, lies, <laughs> lies. Although Char was harsh, she goes, "I don't love you. I love your ability." At and least he was goes, honest, right up front with it. Up front with it, harsh, brutal. He would definitely be talked to by like several Karens today, just for that one remark. I don't know. It's weird. The more and more I watch it, 
the more I want to watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I gotcha. Well, here's the other thing. We finally got a reason why Char betrayed Garma in the first movie. It feels like a cop out. Although that said, it turns out I was kind of right when he was sabotaging them almost on purpose. Well, no, you were in the last episode. Right. You weren't kind of <laughs> right. You were right. Like it was straight on full sabotage. What's even <laughs> better is that uh they made a direct reference for uh one of the characters for uh Giren. Giren, uh mm-hmm. calling him basically saying that he's following the path of Hitler. And they even referenced <laughs> yeah. Hitler. Yeah. They got ballsy with it. They got real ballsy with it. So I mean, for the two hours, I was entertained. There was maybe 15 to 20 minutes in there where I was like, I could sleep through this and not care because there's not much happening. It's just a lot of filler. I don't care about a lot of dialogue that doesn't matter. So maybe they were trying to throw fan service out there. Maybe they were trying to just double check that the audience is involved. I don't know. I really honestly couldn't tell you what the hell was going on. But I do know that uh, I, I had I had a lot more fun with this one, though. I had a lot more problems with it. I had a lot more fun with it, maybe because I, I was wasn't looking for it to be great. Like I already had my expectations mm-hmm. tamped down from the second one. Like, <laughs> like it, they kind of got built up with movie number one. Then movie number two comes in, they get them smashed down so that way you're not as uh, excited for it, I guess. Then movie three comes yeah. in, they're like, hey, let's be uh, let's be awesome again. And, and they just ended up being goofy. Not even trying yeah. to be goofy, it just ended up being goofy. That's what happens when you lose the momentum. A very famous, well, I don't know if it's famous, but for me, it's a very famous saying. You know what the difference between a creep and cute flirtation is? I mean, I'm always flirting, but the difference is whether or not the chick likes you or the other person likes you because you can say the creepiest things, but if you're an attractive person and the other person has an interest in you, they will laugh it off. They will think, oh, that's so cute. That's so funny. You're just so weird, unique. However, if you're ugly or they don't have any interest in you and you say the exact same phrase, they go, oh my God, I need the cops here. I am about to be abducted. So what you're saying is the reason why you don't find me creepy is because you think I'm attractive. Dad, sexy. We've had this conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. I mean, I know that's why I don't call the cops on you. <laughs> are, are we are we are we having a thing here? Is that is that what's going on? I mean, after twenty five <laughs> years, twenty six years, Rick. I'm, I'm t- you know, uh, maybe God. I should start calling you Mar- Matilda or Lala. <laughs> Matilda three. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh man, that's funny. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, I'm going to get an angry text later on. Why are you hitting on my man, Jack? Well, I mean, that's not every day you see a guy like you and a guy like me just <laughs> run into each other and it's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> right? Well, I mean, let, 
let's be perfectly honest. If I swung that way, perfect relationship. I, perfect relationship. I got to be honest. That's that's pretty true. <laughs> oh, uh, God. We're even wearing matching T-shirts. I mean, you, you can see it right there. True. 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 <laughs> this is very true. Personal. What can I say? Oh, I mean, God. like, you can't dress yourself. I have to dress you for you. <laughs> oh, good. Is that why I'm in a sweater? That's exactly <laughs> That's why you're in a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Yeah, I'm going to get an angry text, too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Yeah. But, but uh, I, again, you know, just the whole premise, the whole mentality behind this movie, just it really. I I really did have a lot more fun with it and it was a lot more enjoyable because I did not have high expectations for it. I had really, really low expectations for it. So I enjoyed this movie a lot, actually. I'll, I'll be honest. I enjoyed it a lot. Well, I liked the fact that it moved the plot forward while simultaneously not taking itself seriously. That we're you know? aware of. Well... <laughs> We we hope, I hope, because if this was a serious attempt at a serious show, it failed. Yes. It failed horribly. The only thing, the only positive thing I get out of this is I now know the motives. I now know who the real bad guys are. I know who the badasses are. And I got to see a bad guy get his head, get her head blown off. Yes. Literally. That was actually kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. When I saw that, I was like, yes, yes, this is perfect. Yes. That was she's like, no. Oh, the point at which she realizes the betrayal is priceless. And he he, and Char basically set out and completed it without even really having to do all that much. Yeah. All he did was point and shoot. Not even point and shoot. Point and put people. The weird thing is, the cool thing is, he ended up like creating an enemy that's damn near unbeatable. And I have a feeling he is slightly older. He is, he is a little bit more intelligent, things like that. I got a feeling when he saw a potential rival, someone who could be as good as him, he was like, you know, I don't see anybody on my side that can match me. This is going to be great. I now have someone, I now have a meat grinder. I can throw the people I hate into while still building this guy up. And what I thought was really interesting was you've heard of telephone tough guys. You've heard of keyboard warriors, you know, it's not, it's not the most common to find someone who's willing to back it up in person. You know what I mean? I I don't really see too many people in my adult life, get into fist fights over opinions, over words, over, (laughs) Elections, yeah, I've I've seen three, which was weird to me because there's not it didn't change anything, right? Um, But Char meets um, Amaro, Amaro, Amaro. He meets her main character, and they I want to say they both recognize each other, but they're playing dumb. Oh yeah. Well, the the interesting thing is Amaro does recognize him. Then he asks his name and then he immediately questions goes, how did I know it was him? Again, if you, if you've got, if you've got it, you've got it. You know what they're saying? They were saying something along the lines of if you've got 
any kind of, I'm just going to call it a spark because that, that seems to be the closest thing I can think of. It's very uh, Stephen King. However, they've got a connection that, that links them mentally, almost like a, a hive mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, again, the force, it, it reminds me a lot of what the force can do. Force talking, force connection, force telepathy, telepathy. You know what it also so, reminds me of? Witchcraft, es- wizardry. Espers. But the, I thought Char specifically said that Lala was not a Esper. No. He says, you are a new type, not an Esper. Right. Well, they do. He does say you are a new type, but they don't specifically discredit espers. In fact, they never really talk about espers. They just keep saying old new types and old types. And that's their continual focus is new types and old types. But it also brings to question, right? Because some Mm -hmm. people felt like this uh, sensation, let's call it. And there was an older guy one of the older generals or colonels or captains or what have you, who is also getting like, oh, I'm getting a headache type of thing. And does that mean he was also a new type? Is new type an infection? Do you think I, the people were calling it not people just in the show, they were calling it a kind of mutation, the next evolutionary step. Well, yeah, but is I'm, it really, is it, is it possible? It just could be an infection of sorts. No. If you're infected young enough, you have symptoms that like this that show up? No, because uh, I would assume that if it was an infection, that they would have realized that it was an infection and not that. And then they would have taken what would be causing said infection and applying it to everyone. What if they don't know? What if it's uh, on the molecular level rather than the, the I scrape my knee level? I would be surprised. If they don't know, considering that they would test for everything else. Well, you know, I take that back. You're, you could be a hundred percent right. They let a 15 year old pilot a Gundam. <laughs> and then so say he's, he's the only one again. It's it, just the metachlorian count, you know? Uh, exactly. <laughs> They're going to deus ex machina their way into some bullshit. So. All right. Well, I think this is a good spot for reading, sir. What about you? I agree. So my first movie was seven. Second movie was six. And it was, a, it was a rough six. Like there's no question. I was trying, trying to like it. This one entertained me. I would watch this again. I would show other people this one as a good representation of what Gundam could be. So I'm going to go eight. So overall seven, six, eight. So overall seven for the entire trilogy thus far. But for this particular one, I'm going eight. I'm going to go seven. I would not watch it again. Really? I I would not watch it again. I had the one time. It's one and done for this one. That's for all three of them, actually. That's it. I would not watch them again. (laughs) I I did enjoy it a lot more than the other ones, but I would not watch this again. So So I have a question for you. Okay. One day when you have a kid, boy, girl, whatever, they like anime, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I'm just throwing hypotheticals out there. Okay. What oldies would you show them? Because we've got massive amounts. We've got Dragon Ball Z, Bleach, Naruto, um, Yu Yu Hakusho, Depends Hunter on X age. Hunter. Depends no, on like, the age. Would Would you ever neglect one thing due to dislike for it? I would tell them because about it. 
But that, that doesn't mean I have to watch it again. That just means they can watch it on their own. <laughs> but I, 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 I get fair. what you're. I get what you're trying to say. Uh, so I'm like in my head. In my head, there are three main. Mm-hmm. Eh, I always say I, two I, things I, come in threes. But Akira, um, Gundam. When they're older, well, obviously the when Gundam. they're older. But like, but I'm just saying. Depending <laughs> on the Gundam, I'm saying pivotal pivotal moments in anime. You've got. Ninja Scroll, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, one of mm-hmm. my personal favorites. I'm gonna be honest. Again, Ninja Scroll when again older. when they're older, older. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Scroll, Akira, and select Gundams because they're they're, they're turning points in in anime. Sure. And then of course you're gonna have to give them redo of Healer because that's that's just that's masterful. I'm told. So, Nothing. What wow, you're you just gloss is- over that. <laughs> <laughs> holy crap i laid that one up just just here take it away and you're like mm, okay i'm just gonna leave it there that's, you know what that felt like that felt like when i did a high five we were walking home from school raised my hand for a high five and you're like no i don't do that in public <laughs> that that you know I gotta get my jab, you you know i gotta get my jabs <laughs> in whenever i can you know this you know this rick I was like, I had to smack my own hand as a 15 year old to be like, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I get it. Yeah, it's just lame. Whatever. I'm just, dear it's Lord. Right. Hey, uh, it's all good fun. All good fun. Uh, <laughs> but, oh, God. Yeah, seven. I, I don't know why you were, why you brought all that up. I mean, like, I feel like you were trying to convince me to go higher, but it's, I am. it's not seven, hard seven. Okay. It's I mean, like it's not teetering in between anything. It's like it's a hard, flat, solid seven. Okay, I was hoping it was teetering no. on the higher end, not the lower end. No, 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 no. This this was a solid seven, and if it was something that I would consider rewatching, then I would go go higher. I'd give it an eight, maybe even depending on how much I loved it, a nine. Not a 10 by any stretch okay. of the word. I, there were other no, issues no. and problems that, that I had with it that just kind of made me question it a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. which is also why, but you know, we don't need to really get into that because you know, there, there was, there were some continuity and consistency issues. I agree, but overall I, I don't think they mattered too much. Yeah. So seven. So next week we already have a, have it chosen yeah. sir would you yeah. would you like to announce next week's choice sir it's uh gundam number four and no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> no. oh dear lord char's revenge um no uh this one's going to be time of eve all right and it's a, it's a slight change of pace from what i understand uh, uh, yes <laughs> i might have watched it a long time ago but i don't really have too many too many memories of it uh, yeah. Is it a cafe style one or no? Uh, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't remember. So it'll be nice change of okay. pace. I know that it's definitely no. not Mecca related. From no, absolutely saw. not. So, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll be next week's choice. Well, cool. I hope you all enjoyed this week's choice. Uh, if you feel like we got something right, got something wrong, we just did a horrible job or anything else, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, featured anime podcast at gmail.com at those anime guys 
uh, at Featured Anime Podcast on Facebook, uh, patreon.com slash Featured Anime Podcast. If you want to help us grow a dollar a month for some bonus content or get yourself some swanky merch, uh, shop.featuredanimepodcast.com or join us in our Discord. Link for that's going to be in the notes for you. And until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.